0: Hey Outlaws, in last week's episode I introduced you to Sarah Steckler. Sarah is the host of the Mindful Productivity podcast and she is the creator of Publish with Purpose. In last week's episode, if you haven't listened to it, we touched on creative nesting, we talked all about Mindful Productivity, and we also discussed her program Publish with Purpose. Publish with Purpose is a self-study program with live implementation rounds that provides everything you need to create, format, and self-publish profitable journals and planners on Amazon in 60 days or less. The doors to Publish with Purpose are open right now because we are starting a live round of implementation calls in a week and I'm a part of Publish with Purpose and I'm really excited and proud to be affiliating with this program. It's the program that I enrolled in at the beginning of this year to publish the Outlaw Journal. Since enrolling, I've gone through the materials and been so impressed by the level of detail that Sarah has given to the five modules the level of detail she gets into with not just how to set everything up or how to create the journal, but how to actually launch the journal, how to talk about your journal or your planner on Instagram to your email list. And it's so vast. It's so impressive. The FAQ database is this Amazing place where, if you can't find an answer, it is for sure in there. <laughs> it's one hundred percent found in that database. And I've met so many incredible business owners and creatives just by being a part of this community because these are people I may never have met in the online space if I hadn't been a part of Publisher Purpose. And the reason I'm affiliating with this program is because it's one of the only programs that I have participated in where at the end of that first live round, I actually had the thing. The thing that I was told I could create, I had it in my hands. Not everyone publishes their planner in 60 days because life, right? Shit happens. And I understand how much time we can spend overthinking our planner or our journal. Trust me, I did this a lot in my process. I still do it now. I can sit looking at that Canva document for a while thinking, something isn't right. I'm not sure what to do. But the great thing is I can ask inside of the community. I can reach out to other people who are working on similar projects. And it always, I always get through it. And I've taken everything I've learned from my experience of being in Publish With Purpose and creating and formatting and publishing a journal in 60 days. I'm taking that experience and putting it into the Outlaw launch playbook. So I'm affiliating for Publisher With Purpose. And if you feel that Published With Purpose is a program that you need to be a part of, if you've had that idea that, little feeling that, oh, I should create a journal or a planner or a book for my coaching business or my service-based business. Or maybe you want to create something that is completely different to what you already do, but you've had the idea. I highly encourage you to take a look at the publisher Purpose sales page. Take a look at the information. And if you have questions I am more than happy to answer them. I will be very honest about my experience. I really enjoyed the whole experience. Were there roadblocks? 100%. Were they all my own thing? Definitely. But what I've done is taken those experiences, taken the mindset that I realized I had to get into to really lean into this, you know, slightly uncomfortable new experience and then do it. And I'm taking all of that along with my, Launch process, which was very, very different to any launch I've ever done before. It was also the most enjoyable launch. It was the most fulfilling launch. It was probably the most successful launch I've ever had, actually. And all of those things, I'm putting that into a bonus. So if you enroll in Publish with Purpose during this live launch and use my affiliate code, I will be giving you this bonus and you'll see me inside the community as well. (laughs) So I'll be in there because I'm using this live round to work on the second Outlaw book. I've started it, but it's not coming as easy as the first one. So I'm using the live round implementation over the summer to really explore what this book could be. So if you've had the idea to As I said, if you've had the idea to create and publish a journal or planner for your business, if you think that your audience, actually, even if you don't think your audience would need it because nobody was asking me for an outlaw journal, I created it because I wanted it. And I don't think anybody knew they wanted an outlaw journal, which is probably a topic for a whole other episode, because sometimes we actually know what our audience wants and needs because we want to need it. That's. I'm just gonna throw my two cents in there. But if you have been thinking about this, if this is something that you've thought about, but you've told yourself, "No, I can't do it. I don't know how to. It's going to be too confusing," then I definitely encourage you to check out Publisher Purpose because, as I said, it's not only an incredible program. I think that Sarah is an incredible mentor. Um, Her values are deeply aligned with both my own and Entrepreneurial Outlaws. She really shows up for everybody. She really encourages and supports you during the live calls and, you know, in the Facebook community as well. And you get lifetime access. So you have lifetime access to these materials. So even if there's not a live round happening, you can still work through the trainings, the checklists, the tutorials, right? So even when we're not doing a live session, you can still create something. And most people, myself included, seem to get the planning, uh, sorry, the publishing bug, right? You just want, you're like, what else can I create? And if you have really wanted to create something and found that you want to tap into that creative side of your business, this is such a wonderful way to do it. And honestly, Amazon makes it really easy, right? Amazon makes it very easy for us to do this. And you can create really incredible looking Um, journals and planners and books using Canva. There's other tools that you can use as well. So if you're not familiar with Canva, that is okay. There are a couple of payment options. You can do a payment plan or you can pay in full. Okay. And there's tons of questions, so many um, reviews and testimonials. I would like to add at this point, my testimonial is on the sales page. And that is exactly what I wrote. (laughs) that is exactly word for word what I wrote because we've talked about testimonials and social proof here on the podcast. So I want to just preface that by saying that is exactly what I wrote and it's exactly what I feel. And if you have other questions, feel free to reach out to me so we can discuss because I will be very honest about my experience. So right now the doors are open to publish with purpose. I'm going to make sure that the link is over in the show notes um, so you can Take it. Take a look. Check it out. Check out the masterclass or the um, training that Sarah has put up on the sales page. On there, you can actually view that now. Um, she's also doing this week a productivity and planning week where she's dropping new trainings, right? So my training is going live this week. And it's really, really exciting because there are so many incredible business owners that you can learn from. So make sure you go and check Sarah out. I'm going to link to everything in the show notes. Um, as I said, I am affiliating for Publish for Purpose, which means that if you use my link, I will get a kickback when you use my link. And I will deliver that bonus to you as well, which is the Outlaw Launch Playbook. Taking everything I've learned about launches and I'm outlawing it. And like everything, I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm telling you how to figure out your own way of doing it. We're going to talk a lot about mindset Um, Some of the thoughts and feelings that came up for me during this experience, and also the launch experience as well, and what I did. I'm going to walk you through step by step so that you can see what it can potentially be like, what it can feel like to actually launch in a way that is actually enjoyable and not completely burning you out. So, today's episode, we're going to dive in in just a moment. We're talking about the five ways to challenge the status quo of planning. So, Make sure you grab some earbuds and I'll see you on the other side for episode 39. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks who want to grow a sustainable and impactful business on their own terms. We're here to meet you at the intersection of strategy, spirituality, and self-inquiry so that we can create our own versions of success and grow businesses that serve our personal goals and creativity just as much as it serves our audiences. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business, one that allows you to lean into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, storyteller and outlaw mentor with a nose for the bullshit. I'm I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. The antidote, your intuition. So get ready, as each week we have the messy, honest, and transparent conversations about entrepreneurship, the kind that's missing from the highlight reels of our social media feeds. We're uncovering the real stories behind what it takes to run a sustainable online business on your own terms. The highs, the lows, and everything in between. Ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. So we're going to explore five ways in which we can challenge the status quo of planning in our businesses. These are five ways in which I continue to challenge the status quo of planning. I continue to challenge the ways in which I have been taught to plan and strategize. I'm going to preface this by saying that these five, these five ways, these five tips, they are much more spiritual. They are much more focused on you as an individual than data. So this episode is much less about data-driven planning and more about planning that is aligned with you as a person. Before we explore those five ways to challenge the status quo of planning, I think it's really important that we look at what the status quo of planning is. How does it appear in our business? How does it affect our business decisions. So I see the status quo of planning as any time we're attaching our self-worth, our value, our success to how productive we are in any given day, week, month and so on. It often looks like shaming ourselves for how far ahead we can plan, whether or not we are able to batch days, weeks, months of content. It also appears when we look at things like social media, how consistent we are, the idea that we should be consistent for the sake of consistency's sake, rather than looking at the ways in which we approach social media as intuitive or how we are feeling. So much of business is focused on our audience, right? And that's okay because they are the ones that are going to pay us. That audience could become a client or a customer. Makes sense. But we are the business owners and it's really important that we think about ourselves. And it's especially important when we think about ourselves behind the scenes. Because how we show up behind the scenes for ourselves will directly affect how we show up in the public eye. It will directly affect how we write and create and show up for our audience, clients, customers. The status quo of planning is often rooted in shame. We will often try to apply more restrictions, more rules to our work. We're usually trying to motivate ourselves right? And motivation is a push energy. We'll try and push ourselves into planning. You can probably relay and think of many times in your life, not just in your business, where you have had to try and motivate yourself to do something. For me, that's often been around exercise. I think exercise is a very, um, very relatable situation for many people that we have to motivate ourselves. The opposite of motivation is actually inspiration. So motivation is this push energy. We're pushing ourselves to plan. We're pushing ourselves to do something. Sometimes it can be productive. Sometimes it can be good for us to motivate. But it's usually not, it's not something we can do for a lengthy period of time. It's short-lived. So what we want to try and do is be inspired inspiration is a pull energy so if we can inspire ourselves to pull if we can be inspired by our planning and strategizing then we're being cool to it we're being pulled towards it this is where we start to look at we move from kind of data-driven information to how we feel i often consider that the data-driven information is the stuff that motivates us right we see a cell coming in that is motivating is it inspirational maybe but often for for many of us especially empaths and highly sensitive folks the things that inspire us are our creativity how we feel the conversations we have human experience is in itself inspirational so when we're challenging the status quo of planning it's all about tapping into our own unique wisdom right our inner wisdom and our intuition so that we can plan from a place of inspiration. Our planning becomes inspired and joyful and filled with ease, which naturally leads us to more passion, more creativity in our work. I don't think you can motivate yourself to be creative. Creativity at its core is inspired. So if you are a creative or there are parts of your business that are creative, And those are the parts of your business that you really enjoy, but feel like you don't get to maybe spend enough time on, or perhaps you've been told they're not profitable, and so therefore you shouldn't spend your time on them. I actually encourage you to figure out ways in which you can do more of those things, because creativity is inspiring. It inspires us. It literally fills our cup. And when we do more of that, we'll continue to go through this cycle of being inspired because we can see how it feels we can feel it and that feeling when it's aligned with how we want to feel and what we want to do in our lives we're going to keep on doing more of that so how do we challenge it how do we challenge that status quo of planning how do we tap into our own unique inner wisdom The first way in which we can challenge the status quo of planning is by understanding what we want and need from each area of our business. This is especially true with social media and marketing. What I see in my own business and for majority of the people I work with is that we are performing certain tasks mindlessly. We understand the purpose of a specific area of our marketing or we understand the reason why we do it. We know why we do it. We get it, right? So let's just use Instagram as an example. We understand why we plan for Instagram. We understand why we create content for Instagram. There are parts of Instagram that we love. But very few of us are closing the app and saying, well, that was fun. I really enjoyed my time on there. So I encourage anyone to... Start to identify what you want and need from each area of your business. Those things can be data driven, right? This is how much money I need. This is how many email subscribers I need. But when you think about it from a place of necessity, like I need this, not I want this, it changes, it reframes the whole thing. So when you say, I want, I want to grow my list. I want, 100 new email subscribers over the summer so why who cares like what does that mean to your business that's where understanding the need comes in why do you need 100 email subscribers do you need 100 email subscribers what do you believe is going to change about your business if you achieve that So understanding what you want and need from each area of your business, it reframes why you're doing that thing. Sometimes what we can also discover is that the way in which we are doing that task, the way in which we are creating, writing, whatever it may be, is actually holding us back. Maybe we are motivated to do it. We're forcing ourselves to do it, but it's not fun. And when we actually explore it, we realize that perhaps we don't need to do it in that way, or perhaps we don't need to do it at all. So the second way we can challenge the status quo of planning is by using the feelings and thoughts that come up in the first step to help us establish boundaries, boundaries with ourselves, our business, and the time we spend in each area. We can start to establish boundaries in alignment with what we need. And that allows us to understand why we're doing something, what we're going to get from that. It really allows us to be kind of in a self-audit mode because we can check in with ourselves on a regular basis. We'll become more self-aware and we'll become more aware if something in our business isn't quite working in the way we had hoped. We're not getting what we need or we want and we can figure out how to shift and reframe that. The other thing is also asking for help. <laughs> asking for help can really, really, well, it can help. <laughs> asking for help helps. It can change the way in which we see or approach certain areas of our business. It doesn't have to mean hiring somebody, but if you have a friend who is also a business owner, a peer, someone who that you can speak to, somebody who you trust, someone who you can explore and, ex- and explain how you're feeling, that can really make a massive difference. And as someone who personally finds asking for help hard, this is a practice. What I found is that when you do ask for help or when you, you know, you reach out and say, can, can we just talk about something? I'm really, I'm feeling stuck with something. Just talking it through, oftentimes we already know the answer and we figure it out just by having the conversation asking for help really helps (laughs) the third way in which we can challenge the status quo of planning is by acknowledging the season that we are in right now and then allowing it to unfold without judgment we all experience seasons not just through weather right not just spring summer autumn winter we experience seasons within our businesses within our lives There are seasons where we are busy. There are seasons that are slower. We are allowed to feel those seasons, acknowledge them and allow them to unfold without judgment. The judgment piece is really critical because what can happen is, for example, let's take January as a really good example. In online business, at least in the bubbles I've been in. In online business, January seems to be this season of hype. Everyone's launching something, right? It's the new year. New Year's resolutions are word of the year. It's like this really hyped up month. I've never understood why. I've never felt that feeling. I like January. It's my birthday month but I like to kind of extend the the holidays into January. And so I really don't really feel like doing anything until February at the earliest. But how many times I have felt like there's something wrong with me, that I should do something anyway. And I've spoken to so many business owners who feel the same that January is just not the right time for them to launch or to try and do something new. Right now, as I record this, we're in the summer. I do not like the heat. I am not a summer person. I'm praying for September 1st. (laughs) And often in the summer, it's this season of like excitement and doing things and being outside. And it's always been this season that has felt kind of busy. I just want to slow down. I don't want to be busy in the summer. I don't want to do all the things, there's too much pressure. When there's a nice sunny day, it's too much pressure. I just want to chill. And so for me, I feel like I'm going against what the narrative is. What I've learned is that it's okay to acknowledge your own seasons, your own cycles, your own energy, and then allow it to unfold without judgment. It's okay, right? You can challenge quarterly planning. You can challenge the ways in which we've been taught to plan our businesses, and you can start to acknowledge your own seasons. And you might have more than four, right? You might have many seasons in your business. Also okay. Be really curious, explore them. The fourth way that we can challenge the status quo of planning is by use, or well, finding tools and resources from people that we trust, and then using tools and resources from people that we trust. The trust part's really important. Trust has been broken time and time again in online business. So when we can find people who we trust and have respect for, that's really important. And then if we can use tools and resources from those people without judgment, Right? So there's no kind of you have to do it this way. Do not question me, right? You can use tools. You can use the resources. You can find your own way of doing things. It's really powerful. It's really powerful to be allowed to do things on your own terms and to start to do those things on your own terms. So for example, I absolutely love using my mindful productivity guide and the brain dump book by last week's guest, Sarah Steckler. Using both of those guides, the books and the guides, has helped me ease back into planning. If I had sat down with a planner that was dated and there was this expectation, right? Sometimes, you probably know what I mean, sometimes you'll get a journal or a planner and there's this expectation, There is this expectation that you're going to color it in, that you're going to add this, that, and the third. I am not that kind of planner person. So I want something that is undated. (laughs) I can't do dated. I need that flexibility. And one of the things that stood out to me with Sarah's work is that it literally says, you can pause. And I'm like, I'm here for pausing because, you know, there's going to be something, something will happen at some point in the next year where I'm going to forget. I'm going to fall off the planning wagon and I'm going to need to take a step back or I'm going to skip a week or something and it's okay. So I need that permission, right? I need that permission in my planning. So when you can find people whose tools and resources you trust and respect and that they have similar views, similar values, it really can help you ease into planning in a different way it can support your creative projects it can support the behind the scenes of your business without feeling like there's an additional pressure without feeling like now you need to spend your whole weekend getting ready just to use your planner or plan out things again if you're someone who loves to do that then that's fine but if you're somebody who doesn't if you're somebody who needs it to be simple and easy, and that if you want to, you can, and if you don't, you don't need to. Like For me, that, that I need that flexibility. If I wanna use washi tape and my highlighters, that's great. But I don't want it to be the expectation that that's what I'm gonna be doing. So finding tools and resources from people that you trust and respect is really powerful. It will help you to challenge what you've been taught. You don't have to do things the way they're done. You don't have to use the most popular journal or planner out there. Do your research. Find people that you trust. The fifth and final way of challenging the status quo of planning is leaning into our spiritual practices. Our creative routines and creating space in our day to check in with ourselves, to check in with how we're feeling. I think that journaling is an incredible planning tool. I always journal before I look at my calendar or look at the way in which I'm going to plan out my day. Because by leaning into my own spiritual practice, by leaning into my own creative routine, by creating that space for myself, it allows me to lean into my creativity. I'm able to. I have some. Of, I have some of my best ideas when I'm journaling, and I'll just scribble them right there in the journal. I will think of content or ideas right then and there because it's inspired when we're inspired to write, when we're inspired to journal, when we're inspired by those practices and routines that we have created for ourselves, whether it's journaling or anything else, it challenges what we believe about planning and strategizing. It opens up some space. It's expansive. We're able to check in with ourselves. We're able to check in with how we're feeling. We're able to see, okay, am I ready for this? Am I ready for this day? Am I ready for what I'd planned? And we're able to make adjustments if necessary and really challenge what we've been told it has to look like, right? So by challenging the status quo of planning, we're now not attaching our self-worth, our value or our success to how productive we are in a day, We're not worrying about how far ahead we can plan because we're not in competition with anyone else. It's about you, it's about how you feel on any given day. We're shifting from pushing and motivating ourselves to being pulled and inspired by our planning. We enjoy it. It becomes a very natural part of that routine because there is no shame. And we have the permission to do it on our own terms. This is the state, this is challenging the status quo of planning. This is what it means to outlaw your planning, right? Shifting from the rules and the status quo, challenging it, finding your own unique path, and really stretching your entrepreneurial outlaw wings so that you can lean into what makes you feel more human. You can lean into your creativity and you can be inspired by that. So there you have it. Five ways in which we can challenge the status quo of planning. Five ways in which we can tap into our inner wisdom and our own intuition so that when we are planning and strategizing in our business, we are thinking about ourselves. We are considering our own energy, seasons, cycles, how we feel. So why is this so important? Because I don't want any business owner to feel the shame and experience the pressure that we can put on ourselves to perform in a certain way. So much of planning, so much strategizing, so much of our business can feel performative. So much of the narrative out there about how we should do things or what it should look like, it is performative. Tapping into your intuition and your inner wisdom, there is nothing performative about that. It's messy. It's messy and it's honest and it's transparent but it changes things and it moves you forward in a really aligned and beautiful way. And the thing about this is, you can integrate all of these things into quarterly planning. You do not have to drop your data driven planning. Data is important, there is a place for it. But there's also a place for you, there's also a place for your intuition. So often we already know the answer. We already know what the answer is. We already know the decision we want to make. I saw this beautiful quote just recently that said that when we say I don't know, what we really mean is I know, but I'm afraid of the truth. It moved me. I was like, well, (laughs) I catch myself saying I don't know so often and i now i drive people crazy cuz i'll be like i don't know no i do know i just don't know right now <laughs> that's that's how I, I am because i'm afraid of it or i'm i'm afraid of the truth or my truth so it's really important that now as we move forward in our businesses you know in this i don't want to say post pandemic landscape because we're still in this pandemic landscape but as we you know, evolve through the last 12, 18 months, and we start to see what business and life is going to look like, it's really important that we tap into that human side, that human experience. We really think about how we want to navigate our business, how we want to do business as individuals and collectively. As always, with any of my episodes, any of these conversations, you take what you need and leave the rest. So if only one of those tips, only one of those ways to challenge feels aligned for you right now, cool, just do one. If you need them all, take them all. It's entirely up to you. That is what being an entrepreneurial outlaw is. It's on your terms it's transparency, it's value-driven, it's soul-led. It's not about giving the middle finger no fucks given or any of that kind of stuff because that is nonsense. If you are an empath, you give a lot of fucks just like I do. It's about placing those fucks in the right place, giving them to the right things, the right people, it's about tapping in to yourself, reclaiming your agency, and doing things on your own terms. So I wanted to just remind you about Publisher Purpose. Sarah Steckler's program is open right now. I'm affiliating for Publisher Purpose because I absolutely loved my experience. And I want to really support and help other business owners who have had that feeling, hey, I want to create something. Maybe I could create a planner or a journal for my business. But we have those, like, feelings, those voices that say, no, now is not the time. And look, sometimes you'll know that now is not the time. But you have to be able to tap in and understand, is it that I genuinely don't believe now is the right time because it wasn't the right time for me for a few years? Or am I just scared? Am I scared of the truth, right? Right right? That just coming back to like, I don't know. Well, maybe you do know, but you're just afraid of the truth. And you have to decide that for yourself. But if you have been feeling that call, that pull, that inspiration to create something in your business, Sarah is cutting the learning curve. And because we're doing a live round of calls, you get to be a part of that community. You get to be involved in the live calls, You get to be a part of the Facebook group, have your questions answered in real time. And even if you don't complete the whole thing and publish in 60 days, first of all, it doesn't matter. And secondly, you still have access to everything because you get lifetime access to the trainings. So you'll still be a part of the community. You'll still have access to all the trainings, even when the live calls are not happening. All the replays are sent out in really good time. And so many questions were already answered. I know it can be really daunting. I was really nervous beforehand. I was nervous about whether I would actually succeed. So many times I've had the idea to publish something and I've been scared. Adding published author or self-published author to my bio was both exhilarating and terrifying because if somebody had told me five, six years ago, maybe even two years ago that I would be able to do this. I would be like, don't be crazy. Don't, no, like that's not something that I can do. But I did it and I continue to do it. I'm launching the Lunar Journal in just a week or so. And it's been the most incredible experience. And I have definitely <laughs> got the publishing bug. Um, so many ideas and it's really expensive. And once you do it once, you're like, okay, I've got that confidence. I know what I'm doing now. And whether it takes you 60 days or far longer doesn't matter. Everyone's there to support you with their own creative experiences. They have different ideas and thoughts about what could go into your into your process. And that's really powerful as well. So if you are interested in learning more about publisher purpose, I will make sure that the sales page is linked over in the show notes. As I've said before, I am affiliating for Publisher Purpose, which means that if you join using my link, there will be a kickback that I receive. But you will also receive a bonus from me, the Outlaw Launch Playbook, where I'm taking all of my experience during that first live round in Publisher Purpose, and I'm creating a launch playbook. So it will show you what I did, the mindset I techniques I used and then the actual process I went through to do a wait list and a pre-sale and then actually go through the launch experience. And trust me when I say it challenges every launch you've probably ever done before And I came out of that launch feeling really good about the whole experience, the whole process. I was not burned out. I did not need to take two weeks offline. I actually went from there straight into, okay, you know what? This was really fun. What's next? And that was a really, really exciting feeling. So I'm going to be using this launch experience every single time. (laughs) And I'm going to be sharing it with you. So you have a few days to check out publish a purpose before the live round starts next week and if you have more questions feel free to reach out to me I am an open book I will tell you exactly my experience and what I achieved and yeah if you have an idea and you want to share it with someone I would love to know because I am your biggest fucking cheerleader so that is it for this week outlaws and we will be back in August with two more episodes and then it'll be the end of summer and I'm not upset about it. It'll be the end of summer and we'll be heading back into our regular weekly episodes. So enjoy the next couple of weeks and we will be back with a new episode in August. Make sure you rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so that they automatically download to your podcast player when we publish a new one. So we'll see you in August. Have a great rest of your July. Until next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our Outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanieknights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So, until next time, Outlaws.